so it has been a minute since I have uh, put up another episode, and I do apologize. I'm still trying to uh, get a decent schedule going, but hello, welcome back to another episode of Not Common Media. Um, I was listening to my previous episode, and I realized how retarded that I sounded, um, because I had no grasp on how many episodes I put out. Also, for those of you who had noticed that I had skipped an episode, um, I think I already talked about this, but uh, in case I didn't, there was another episode that I did put out, but apparently um, I put some music in it, and I think it got a, like a copyright claim or something, so it got taken down, um, and I, didn't, I wasn't aware of this until a couple of days after I'd published the episode, so I apologize for that, but I am here now, I am alive, and I have stories to tell. So, um, I'm sure plenty of you have been COVID tested, right? I have had two tests um, just last week. Now, I am, I'm clear, I tested negative twice, I'm good, I'm wearing my mask and keeping sanitized and all that fun jazz, but um, for those of you who have been there, you kind of understand the tension of just sitting there, having to be away from people, but listening to their conversations and listening to their mannerism or mannerisms, and also just l- listening to like some of them who are like sick and coughing. So the last time I went, um, you know, I got everything set out and I was just in the waiting room and this lady who said she had pneumonia comes in. Um, and so she gets pulled in a wheelchair and she is hacking and coughing and she's wearing a mask, but it's it's really, really loud. And so, you know, she gets set and all that. And um, so she sits down uh, in the waiting room once she gets, you know, set up and everything with the paperwork. And she is like, she is hacking. Like, if any of you have seen Christmas Vacation and you've seen that one scene where uh, Schnatz is under the, uh, the, the table where they're eating. And he's just hacking on a bone. Um, and, you know, he eventually coughs it up. Like, that's literally what she sounded like. And so she's over here, like, hacking. And then to add on to it, she starts monologuing, like, to herself. Like, she's just talking to herself. And she's, like, making these rambunctious comments about, like, you know, whether it be, like, the room or what's on TV or what's outside. And, like, nobody's talking to her. Um, and then she starts, like, coughing in front of people. And she's like, oh, it's just my pneumonia. As if to make it better. It's like, oh, don't worry. I don't have COVID. Well, I haven't been tested. But I have pneumonia. So it's okay. It's like, I don't think anybody wants pneumonia. <laughs> um, and so they eventually take her back into her room. And I don't know what room they took her to, but I kid you not, you could still hear her from the waiting room. Like, she's in a separate room, um, like, apart from the actual, like, facility area that we're in. And I wouldn't say facility, but the area that we're in. And you can still hear her. Um, I don't know when she got taken out, because I never saw her again after that. But, um, I will say that when I got tested, because the first time I, I didn't, I had never been tested prior to my, you know, to my first test and, uh, well, no shit. I mean, you, you wouldn't know what you're, you wouldn't know what it felt like if you haven't been tested yet. Um, but I had, um, I hadn't been tested until just recently. And so I was kind of, you know, nervous to say it, to say the least, cause I don't really, I'm not really a big fan of going to the doctor's office in general. And so, you know, they take my blood pressure and are asking me a bunch of questions and all that jazz. And so then I get, you know, I get the fun part of getting tested. Now, I had heard that they shoved the uh, the Q-tip pretty far up there. And so I was kind of warning them, like, you know, if you shove it too far up and it gets up, ends up in my frontal lobe, um, you should know pretty quick because I'm going to start making some really stupid choices. Um, so you might want to go ahead and ha- go ahead and have a neurologist around. 
But yeah, so at first they, you know, shoved it in one nostril and it didn't go that far. I was like, okay, that's not too bad. Well, then they shove it deeper and my eye starts twitching and I just start making these noises like, oh, like I'm pretty sure part of my body started convulsing and then he pulls it out. I'm like, okay, cool. We're done. Well, then he's like, oh no, we have to do both. And I'm like, oh, you're doing both nostrils. Sweet. And so then he goes into the other one and at first didn't go that far. I'm like, okay, maybe it was, maybe, maybe it's not as bad as last time. And then he shoves it back again and it was just, oh my gosh, it was terrible. Um, and like my eyes are watering and it's just, you know, it's a terrible, terrible experience. And, uh, we got it back. I was negative and I was like, oh, cool, cool, cool. Well, uh, then later on that week I, uh, I got tested again because, um, you know, one of my, one of my relatives had gotten and we'd been exposed. And so I was just trying to be safe about it. Um, and you know, two negative tests is more reassuring than one. So, uh, I go and I get tested again and this time they only do it with one nostril, but it was incredibly painful because if they're only gonna do it with one nostril, that means that they have to stay with that nostril longer. So that means they're like you're rolling the Q-tip around in your brain. Um, and so you start like, you're going to start tripping out and seeing things. No, you're not going to do any of that. But uh, it's not a joyful experience. Um, and I was just like kind of sitting there, like enduring the pain and eventually it gets over with. But it was truly terrible. And um, to make matters worse, uh, people were talking about how they couldn't taste and stuff. And I was like, okay, great. Um, but there was this one guy that came in that same day as well while I was waiting. Like, I think it was after I had gotten tested because after you get tested, um, we had like the instant results. So you just had to wait around. And so we're waiting around and this guy comes in and he's very, very loud. Like, you know, that one guy, you know, like, I don't mean to generalize, but you know, like small guys that come in and they're very loud and boisterous. Yeah. That, that's sort of how it was. Like, you know, he's kind of a small, larger set guy and he's pretty loud. And, um, apparently he likes to be called the taco guy. I think that was his name. He literally was like joking around, referring to himself um, in first person as the taco guy. And the taco guy apparently had ridden with someone who was also going to get tested. And he tested negative and the guy he rode with um, tested positive. And so they had to stay distance from each other. But I'm hearing this entire conversation. Um, and truly, I, uh, I was really interested by the fact that someone referred themselves in first person as taco guy. So that stuck with me for a while. But yeah, that was pretty much the uh, the entire story of how that all went. Um, you know, for any of you who are, might be concerned, which I doubt any of you are, but if you are, my relative has gotten better. So thank you for actually caring, which I know none of you do. Anyway, moving on. So enough with that. But uh, I recently heard uh, <laughs> this is this is very short. I'm, this is not a story. This is just something I'd heard. Um, but I had heard like a new word you can refer to as farting. Um, and I know this is incredibly, this is elementary humor that I'm going with, but I'm not mature enough for this, you know, for this day and age. So, I mean, you're going to expect some really stupid things to be said. Um, but I have recently heard of, uh, referring to farts as butt thunder. Yes, you heard me right. Butt thunder. So whenever you're walking around and you start getting really gassy and someone's like, yo, did you just fart? It's like, nah, dude, I'm just having some butt thunder going on right now. <laughs> Uh, to be followed by some rain later. No, that's, that's disgusting. I'm sorry. Don't say that in a public environment though. I mean, you shouldn't say that in general, but don't say it around strangers nonetheless. So yeah, for the past week, I've been referring to my farts as butt thunder. Um, and I'm a pretty gassy dude. Why am I still talking about this? Um, but yes, so that, that's the dealio. Now I'm not sure if where, you know, uh, you guys are listening, how the temperature is going on, but where I am right now, the temperature fluctuation is absolutely ridiculous. And so 
you know, it'll be like cold for a couple of days. Um, and then it'll get like, it'll rise up to like, you know, almost 70 degrees, like for the next two days. I'm like, it's winter. What's going on? And so, um, it, you know, when you have like, you know, damp temperatures, like when you, when the weather's damp and whatnot, it can kind of cause your allergies to, to spike and act up. And so then I end up getting kind of, you know, worried because I, I have allergies. And so then I'm just like, all right, yeah, I have COVID. This is, this is it. This is how I die. <laughs> um, but no, I, I didn't, I don't think, but it really sucks because you don't like, I mean, you can't, I'm trying to figure out how to use words. Um, so forgive me. I have a third grade reading level, but the thing that sucks about COVID is like the symptoms, like I know you've heard about COVID enough, so I'm not going to get too in depth in this, but like the symptoms for COVID, like a lot of the early symptoms are literally the same as almost anything else. So whenever you get a symptom like that, you're like, oh, this is it. <laughs> this is how I go down. But in turn, in reality, it's like allergies or maybe a cold. Um, but yeah, so truly though, right now, uh, the worst thing I've had is I'm, that last, that episode that I talked about where uh, I was like going through some kind of like psychological state where time and relativity didn't exist and I was sick, and I had to be at the ER for like three hours, yeah, that's the worst experience I had, and that wasn't COVID, uh, that was food poisoning, so for those of you who are wondering, yeah, that, that was definitely food poisoning, um, so safe reminder, do not eat Briar's ice cream, all right, now, obviously, some of you like Briar's ice cream, it could just been one bad experience, but I ate some Briar's ice cream that night, and it did not settle well, and I still can't eat it to this day, um, because it, I, it just, I can't do it, um, not lactose intolerant, it was just, it was terrible, but yeah, so that's the dealio. <sighs> Dude, I've like I said, I've really got to find a second person to talk. Uh, I am talking way too much on this podcast. But um, it looks like hopefully things will improve. Obviously, I don't know. There's been a lot of political stuff going on recently. And I don't intend to get into depth on that. Um, it's just, I don't know. I'm hoping that even the politics can chill. I'm hoping that... Uh, the virus can get under control and we can develop a herd immunity through the vaccine and uh, that hopefully life will go back to normal. In the meantime, though, um, let's not... Okay, this is a perfect thing. This is something I want to bring up. Let's not cough in front of people, like directly in people's faces. I'm talking... I don't care if you're wearing a mask or not, uh, but particularly if you're not, <laughs> please don't cough in someone's face. Like, I mean, I've always hated that. Like, I mean, before... Any, before I even knew a lot about sicknesses, I hated people coughing in front of me. So, uh, I was walking through the mall, right? And yeah, in the area where I'm at, we have like an open mall. It's pretty awesome. Um, I had to go to the bathroom because, um, well, for being quite honest, um, some of my uh, fecal matter was playing peekaboo with my butthole. And um, so as I'm walking out, uh, or as I'm walking to the bathroom, this one guy in front of me, like it's kind of clear, and suddenly like coughs directly as he's passing me. Uh, and like, I mean, look, I'm not trying to be a germaphobe, but I cannot stand it when people do that. And I was like, oh, well, thank you. That, uh, that made me happy. It, uh, made me smile, made me happy. Um, but yeah, dude, I just like, oh, it's such a pet peeve. Everybody has a pet peeve. All right. And I have a couple of pet peeves. Um, I hate it when people use the term ironic and sarcastic. Like, please, please. Like, I mean, get a dictionary, use Google. Use anything. Use the Urban Dictionary if you're satisfied with that. Ironic and sarcastic are not the same thing. They're not synonymous. Okay? But, like, I can't stand that. 
Um, I really like. This is one thing that's really specific. I'm sure some of you might understand this, but like, I hate it when people try to sound smarter than they are. Like when they try to use uh, like an eloquent way of speaking, or um, when they have like a when they try to you know, like articulate and whatnot. Now I know I'm sort of doing the same thing right now, but like I know how I'm using words. But when someone is trying to use words that they don't understand, I hate it when people do that. I just oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, like there's just oh man, I, I can't stand stuff like that. Oh, chewing with your mouth open. That's got to be the worst. Like, nobody wants to see what's going on in there. Nobody finds that intriguing. I mean, look, we're not a bunch of baby birds in a nest waiting for you to puke into our mouths to, you know, so we can have nutrients in our body. I'm not into that. I don't think a lot of people, I'm pretty sure I have enough faith in humanity to say that most people are not into that. I mean, I don't know if it's some kinky thing that maybe, you know, people who are overly sexualized want to do. But I can say as hopefully a normal individual, I'm not into that. So please close your mouth when you're eating. <laughs> like, I don't understand why people would want to see that. Um, oh, what's another thing? Uh, golly, I have so many. This might be the con- consisting of the entire episode. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm trying to think. There's like, I, I cannot stand when people try to, uh, What's it called? They try to... How do I put this? You know, like, when people try to adapt to their environment? Like, I mean, that's one thing to adapt to, but, like, when you literally just start acting, like, a certain way because you're around a certain, like, type of people, so you change your personality all at once? Like, that sucks, man. Like, I get you're just trying to fit in, but, like, you're pretty much killing your own integrity. Um, And in turn, you're kind of just shunning some people away. Now, I myself had this personal experience. Um... But, like, seriously, if you are a really, like, if you're just, like, someone who's really just, you know, you're, you're, you're a well-spoken person, and uh, you're into, like, sci-fi novels and stuff and all that, but then you hang with a bunch of, like, you know, emo kids who also try to act like they're from the hood, um, don't succumb to that, you know? Nobody, nobody cares about that, so just, just don't, you know? <laughs> um... Some people have, like, a vendetta against farts. Now, look, I don't understand what the vendetta is against farts. It's my fault, the butt thunders. Like, look, butt, having butt thunders, it's a natural thing. I mean, everyone's going to deal with them. Like, butt thundering is just a natural part of society. So, even if you don't, like, even if you don't have to enjoy it. I mean, I don't think anybody really enjoys smelling some butt thunder. But regardless, it's going to be there. You're going to feel the rumble. All right? Um, for those of you who are into butt thunder... Uh, not to say that I'm into butt thunder, but rather to say, like, if you're, if you laugh at it, if you're immature, okay, which, let's be honest, we're all immature to an extent, we all, we all laugh at some stupid stuff, um, the 2007 video on that, I'm pretty sure it's 2007 shit pants, I think that's the exact name of the video, um, but you need to watch that video now, I mean, I'm not gonna spoil it for you, well, yeah, I'm, well, okay, I'm not gonna necessarily spoil it, I'll just kind of give, like, a, a rough explanation, but, uh, hold on. Thought I heard something. But anyway, um, basically this guy, apparently what happened, like, this dude, like, you know, he was hanging with, uh, his girl, like, some other dude, and, uh, he thought that they were gonna take a picture, and so he turns around to, like, face his butt at the camera. Now, you know how, like, you know, people kind of do stupid stuff in front of a camera, whether it be that they'll, like, do the peace sign, or walk away, or, uh, you know, like, when people, like, will moon people? I guess that's what he was trying to do without actually, you know, showing his legitimate ass to the camera so 
he just, you know, he's wearing pants. And <laughs> he lets out this gnarly fart. This was a video, by the way. It wasn't a picture. It was a video. And uh, it turns out it wasn't just fart that came out of there. And his girlfriend pretty much goes, you know, all I smell is poop. <laughs> and so he had to go to the bathroom and take care of that. But I highly recommend watching that video. Um, there's a YouTuber named, I think, like Penguins or something who does a uh, like an analogy on it. thought it was pretty funny. But yeah, I mean, I thought it was pretty awesome. Like, you know, like that's that's pretty cool. But honestly, like that's the worst gamble in life. Like gambling over a fart has got to be one of the toughest things in society because you don't know how that's going to play out. Like, I mean, that's a dangerous game to play. That's I would say is more dangerous than turning your alarm off and saying you're just going to rest your eyes for a second. It's more dangerous than that, Um, especially when you force it. I mean, like it's one thing to just have a natural butt thunder thing going on, but like. I mean, if you force the thunder, then it's probably going to be a little bit of rain coming there too. But it is a uh, it is a treacherous uh, treacherous adventure, I will say, the least. Well, to say the least. But yes, so yeah. But anyway, going back to the main point of uh, people having a vendetta against it, like, I mean, I understand people not wanting them to force it, but like, I don't know. Every time I say butt like, I think of butt sex. I'm not sure why, and I probably shouldn't because that makes no sense. Um, but yeah, I need to. I'm just gonna stop doing that. But anyway, so I don't understand why people would necessarily have that vendetta. Like I said, you know, maybe they don't like them to force, and that's fine. Um, but in a scenario where you know it just comes naturally, like you just you gotta let it happen, man. Because there's nothing you can do to change it. It's already there, so you just have to deal with it. Um, not to say that people should take ownership. I'm one of those people that I will throw people under the bus. I will throw my own mother under the bus for a fart. <laughs> like, don't you get me wrong. I will not take ownership for that. Um, there are times where I've had to, and it's it's been a rough moment, man. But like, there are times I I'm not gonna take ownership for a fart or a thunder. But like you know, some people, some people love it. Some people are like, yeah, that's right, I did it, and I'll do it again. <laughs> you got me. I like farting. You got me. I'm the king of that. I own that. But no, it's like you know, some people like some people are take pride in it. Some people do competitions. I've seen farting competitions. It's rough stuff, man. I mean, <laughs> that's a serious. You want to talk about gambling over a fart? That's a serious gamble over a fart. Um, and by the way, I realize I have a female audience, so this is, I don't know how you've made it through this episode, um, if you're even listening right now, so props to you, um, and for the guys out there, well, the guys have done it, I've, I've listened though, I dated a girl who did that, uh, <laughs> that was a terrible way to start out that, um, but I knew a girl who, well, I don't know, I dated a girl who did that, and, uh, yeah, so no, it's, it's not limited to, you know, just, it's not only limited to the guys, I assure you, but, um, no, like people would straight up just, you know, they'll just have competitions over it. But I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna gamble like that. That that's just that's asking for, you know, that's asking for, you know, having to clean your pants, man. I'm not about to do that. I remember as a child, I used to have like holes in my underwear. Like those things were rough. But no, like some people just, some people take ownership. Some people take pride, and some people challenge. Um. And so it really depends on what group you are. I wouldn't say that because you're a certain group that, you know, you, uh, you identify, like, you know how people say, you know, you're unhinged if you, uh, if you put sauce all over your fries, as opposed to putting it on the side. I don't believe in that because I put barbecue sauce all over my fries. Yeah, you got me. I'm going to do that. Um, but I wouldn't say I'm unhinged, but I mean, I will say that, uh, 
<laughs> if you challenge somebody and you find like like here's where I say it's unhinged. If you challenge somebody to a farting competition and then you crap yourself and you dictate that as the winner, like that's how you dictate a winner is by whoever can crap themselves first, then yeah, you might be a little bit unhinged. Um but then again, getting into a farting competition in the first place probably isn't the most sane thing. Not to say that someone who does it is insane. Um, or maybe I am. I don't know. I just don't think I'd really be enticed by that. But anyway, so this will probably be a shorter episode. It's only about, I'll probably be done in about 21 minutes. So uh, if you like this, I hope so. Uh, continue to listen. I have a somewhat decent audience going on. But man, the uh, the support I've been getting on some of the older episodes, I mean, for me, this, this is a pretty big deal. Getting double digits, like double digit views, uh, or listeners rather, on uh, my older episodes is pretty awesome. So uh, I appreciate that. And uh, don't worry, we're, we're going to keep pressing on. Uh, season one of this is almost over. We're probably going to go, well, I wouldn't say almost, about halfway. We'll probably go to 20 episodes on this, and then um, season two will, will come eventually. But I mean, this isn't like a Netflix series, man. It's just going to be a, continu- uh, a continuity of uh, what I'm already talking about. But I might have to make a series, you know, have like an entire series on speaking on something. But, uh, yeah, but, uh, butter, but butter. I don't know where I'm going with that. All right. Well, uh, I am done here, so I hope you enjoyed it. And, uh, yeah, remember, butt stuff isn't cool. Unless you're into farting competitions, and in which case, find someone who's also into it, and that way it'll be mutually beneficial. Um, until next time, deuces, gooses.